Com. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Forget everything you've ever heard about dieting. What if you could eat the foods you love and find a way to get fit that was actually enjoyable? Welcome to Have It All with Devin Alexander. The chef from TV's Biggest Loser has lost 70 pounds and kept it off for over 30 years. She has also helped others to stop yo-yo dieting and actually transformed their lives. Now, here's your host, Devin Alexander. Good morning, everyone. Happy Wednesday. I'm so excited to be here again. We are talking have it all in the grocery store today. I am being joined by one of my honestly all-time favorite people, Phil Lempert. You know him as Supermarket Guru. I'll bring him in in a little bit, but as you probably know, he has been on TV for 25 plus years, so you've probably seen him even if you don't recognize his name, though I'm sure you probably do. Uh, and he's going to give us the lowdown. But first, I'm going to share my top three tips because, you know, so many people will email me and say, I can't afford healthy food. And yes, I understand that at least until this week, Whole Foods was way too expensive for a lot of people. Um, But if you shop smart, it is amazing how you can stretch your grocery budget, like truly amazing. So I'm going to jump right in with my top tips. Now, the first one, which is the most important by far, is going to get some eye rolls. I'm sure it is. But my number one tip for most things in life includes be nice. And believe it or not, this applies to the grocery store. I know, as I said, I'm sure I've gotten eye rolls already. But the truth is, if you go to the grocery store and you are friendly to everyone at the grocery store because you are a genuinely nice person, it is amazing what you can get. And I know this because I do it and not because I ever was like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, work it at the grocery store. It's not that at all. I literally will say hello to everyone as I do in life. I'll be cheery all the time, even when I'm not so cheery inside. Um... And uh, I literally get them to get things from the back for me to the point that there have been so many grocery stores over the years that when I walk in, they'll literally say, what do you need? And go get the best stuff from the back. So I'll elaborate on that a little bit. Basically, in the produce section, for instance, did you ever notice that sometimes you go to the herbs and you really want, let's say, basil, and most of it has brown bits on it or it's wilted, and you are you kind of look at it, and I know a lot of people will just settle, and they will take it and be like, oh, well, I just need it tonight or whatever, so I'm just going to buy it anyway. Well, the thing is, at the grocery stores, so often they have more in the back and they only put out the stuff that's going bad in hopes that people will buy it because then it's not going to be waste when it's really, really bad. So if you say hi when you go in the produce section to your produce guy, when you see something like that, you can literally be like, hey, how's it going, Jeff? Or whatever his name is. And then say, do you happen to have more basil in the back? That looks a little wilted. And they scurry in the back and they get you the really great stuff. And as I said, over time, they get to know you. They know you're a loyal customer. And they often go and just get it before you even ask. Or they'll be like, oh, my God, we just got this 
apple in and it's the best. The other thing is with the produce section, you can try apples and things. Um, they often carry knives because they're trimming the produce as they go. And so if you're thinking of buying, you know, a significant amount of apples, just ask them to try them so you know that they're good, so you know that you enjoy them, that they're not going to be thrown away. I mean, literally a good portion of extending your grocery budget is not getting things that you'll have to throw away. And at the fish counter, for instance, I literally had one of the fish guys, Jose, at my local grocery store, start putting his name on the packages. And I often shop at night, in part because it's quieter then. Like, I just don't have to, you know, deal with so many people around, don't have to deal with lines, things like that. And in part because I work from 10 to 7, so it's just easier. And Jose literally will cut the fish for me. Like, for instance, when you buy salmon, you always want that nice thick end. You don't want the thin end where the tail's been whipping around. So not only has he come to know that that's what I want, but he'll even, like, he knows I don't want the skin on it. So he'll take the skin off and he doesn't even charge me which happens often. So again, just be nice to people and you'd be surprised. Now, tip number two goes back to the waste issue. Always check dates on everything. I can't tell you how many times I have been heckled by people in grocery stores because I'll be, you know, crouched down, like getting the furthest in the back container of, let's say, light ricotta cheese. This actually happened a couple weeks ago. So I'm down there and I'm pulling them out. And the first one is going to expire in like a week. The last one isn't expiring for like two months. So, you know, a lot of times I'm buying ingredients to work on recipes. It's not that I'm buying my groceries for that night. So I'm going to throw away a lot less, literally, if I buy the one that's two months away. It's kind of obvious. But as I said, I know that people don't really do that because when people see me, like, digging in the back, they always, like, or not always, but a number of people have taken time to be like, what are you doing? Or like, huh, pretty serious, huh? Like, as if it's something I shouldn't be doing. And I'll be like, hey, this one's dated this and this is dated the other. And then they're like, oh. And then my third tip is when you get go home from the grocery store, always leave a little extra time to make sure that you store everything properly. For instance, the one of the biggest things is washing and drying your herbs. I've heard so many people say that they can't buy fresh herbs because they go bad so quickly. Number one, if you do, if you're if you do the nice thing. Uh, and you get the herbs that aren't bad to begin with, they could literally last you a month or more. Mine do. And it's all about washing and drying them. Take off that twist tie immediately. Um, if you've ever noticed when you get home, the place that they start rotting is where they're mushed together. So make sure you take that twist tie off and then wash them, dry them well, and then store them very loosely wrapped in a paper towel. Don't ever put them in a resealable bag. Put them in an open, loose bag and make sure there's plenty of air circulation. And even better, get one of those little things that, um, you know what, I don't even know what they're called, but produce savers, I guess, that take out the gases from your refrigerator because that'll extend the life too. And if you do all those things, seriously, your grocery bill will be slashed right there. But instead of listening to me, I think it is going to be so much more fun to listen to the godfather of the grocery store. As I said, Phil Lempert, I could read his entire bio. I'm not going to because it would take the remainder of the show to get through it. Uh, Phil 
in addition to being one of my dear, dear friends, he is one of the most generous people that I've ever met in my entire life. Like truly, he takes me to lunch every few months and asks me how he can help me. Like that's what an amazing saint he is. But in addition to that, he's been on TV for more than 25 years. He's an expert analyst on consumer behavior, marketing trends, new products, and the changing retail landscape. He's identified and explained impending trends to consumers and some of the most prestigious companies worldwide. As I said, he's known as supermarket guru, and he's a distinguished author and speaker who alerts consumers and business leaders to impending corporate and consumer trends and empowers them to make educated purchasing and marketing decisions. He's, you've seen him on every TV show. He served as food trends editor and correspondent for NBC. Today show, reporting on consumer trends, food safety, and money-saving tips, as well as showcasing new products. He's had regular appearances on The View, Fox Business, Dr. Oz, Oprah Winfrey Show, 2020, CNN, CNBC, Fox. I mean, seriously, I could go on. And he's truly one of the pioneers of the internet. He's had his show since 1994. So, uh... I mean, he and and as I said, in all that, I mean, I could go on for three more pages. But to me, what I most love about Phil is the knowledge he shares with everybody. The fact that he's acted like a dad to me, even though he's way too young to actually be my dad. And uh, I'm I'm just going to stop there and bring him on. Welcome, Phil. Thank you. I'm I'm embarrassed. I don't know what to say. <laughs> but but I will say one thing. I want I want to go back to your first point about being nice. And and I think that being nice in any retail environment is is always going to get you more to your uh-huh. point. The uh-huh. one issue that I will take with you though, and since we're going to talk about saving money, uh-huh. and Jose is not going to want to hear this, forget <laughs> about going forget about going to the fresh seafood counter. Forget it. You're going to spend about 40% more than if you buy frozen seafood. And here's why. Keep in mind that when these boats go out to catch fish, they're out there for weeks at a time. And most of them are actually freezing the fish on board. So what they do is they're freezing the fish right after they're caught. They bring it down to a distributor. When they reach land, that distributor then thaws it out. Then it goes back to a retailer who puts it back on ice. So what you have is you have fish, that salmon, that's being frozen twice, never properly, matter of fact, um, and it costs you more. And when you go to that seafood department, look at the signs very carefully because what you're going to see next to where it says, you know, salmon or tilapia or whatever, you're going to see little words that say either fresh or previously frozen. Most of the fish and all shrimp, for example, is previously frozen. So that way, just go to the frozen food case. You're going to say 40 to 50 percent and it's going to be only, you know, frozen once. Well, you know, what's interesting. So you are absolutely correct. And I should clarify a little. So. I always buy, so they have, as you said, they defrost the shrimp and it's poorly defrosted and then people take it home and refreeze it, which makes me crazy. I actually asked Jose to get me the two pound bag of the frozen shrimp in the back um, that they are opening and putting in the case when it's on sale. So I, I stock up when it's on sale, which is another great tip. And then with my salmon, I actually do buy fresh and I make sure it says fresh there, but, but you know, we chefs, we're such a pain like shrimp. I don't think makes that much of a difference, but I don't, 
I don't want the frozen fish. <laughs> well, no. If if you if you're buying fish that's actually right. um, fresh that right. has not been frozen, I agree with you a thousand percent. Yeah. You know that that product is going to be better, better flavor, better taste, better nutrients, um, all the above. Uh, right. But if in if in fact it says previously frozen, that's the sign that says head to the frozen food case. I am so glad you pointed that out because you're right. I take that for you know a. I take that for granted that um, I just forget to tell everybody all the things that we know, but you're right. You're absolutely right. So great tip. And that actually, I should say the shrimp, like I always have frozen shrimp in my freezer because it's one of those meals that when you get home, I mean, they seriously, like sometimes the same shrimp that's $16 a pound is $6 a pound. Mm -hmm. So I buy it on sale. I put it in my freezer. And then on those nights that it's one of the few things that you can literally soak in cold water and it doesn't change the quality of it. Mm -hmm. So you can do a five minute defrost and you have this great inexpensive meal um, instead of going that day, spending $16 on the same shrimp. Yeah, I agree with you. And and also, I'm a big seafood consumer. I think that seafood is one of the most underrated proteins that, that we have. And a lot of the reasons is, is people are afraid um, to, to cook seafood. They don't know how to cook it. They're afraid that they're going to ruin it. That's why you've got to check out Devin's recipes <laughs> constantly for it. But... But but I've got to tell you something that when it when it comes to seafood, also you always want to look at the country of origin, where it's coming from, and also download this free app. It's called Seafood Watch from Monterey Bay Aquarium, and that way when you're in the store, you can look up, well, you know, where this tilapia is coming from, where the salmon is coming from, where the, where the sole is coming from, and it'll tell you whether or not that part of the world is really safe for seafood consumption because a lot of the water around the world, frankly, um, you know, are, are a bit uh, creepy, <laughs> for lack right. of a better word. And, you know, for example, I will never buy any seafood that comes from China. I mean, the, the polluted waters there are unbelievable. So no matter what the price is, always also look for that, you know, country of origin. Very important. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely a good one too. Um, so I would love to talk about your top money saving tips. Sure. Um, you know, first, um, to, to what you said at the top of the show, um, let's watch what's going on at Amazon and Whole Foods, oh, yeah. uh, because that's going to be one of the best places that you could save money. Um, also, what people don't know is Amazon sells a lot of food day in and day out, even before this acquisition, and their own store brands, um, which are Wickedly Prime, a whole assortment of products, their Happy Belly Coffee, their Mama Bear, which is baby food from Amazon. On, all are great values. Um, so, you know, more things to come, and we'll talk a little bit more later about Amazon Whole Foods and how that's going to affect the grocery world. But the first thing that you want to do is do what I call the ultimate shopping list. And the ultimate shopping list, frankly, is, is very, very simple. It's taking inventory of what you have at home. So today, all the cash register receipts that you get um, have everything that you buy on it by name. So start off with that and then take that list, go through your cupboards, go through your freezer, go through your refrigerator and scratch off what you don't need. The problem is that most of us always buy things that we have, but we don't know that we have it. Uh, for example, uh -huh. I was cleaning out my cupboard um, over the weekend 
And what I discovered, I happen to love Rayo's pasta sauce. Their uh. their Arabiata <laughs> sauce is fabulous. And, you know, I buy it whenever it's on sale. And I mm-hmm. open up my cupboard and <laughs> arrange it and stuff like that. Hey, I have seven jars of, wow. of Rayo's pasta sauce. So it's important that what we do is we really take inventory before we go shopping. Then write on that cash register receipt, add the other items that you're looking for. Then add three lines, three horizontal lines, just empty lines. And those are for, you know, your impulse items. Uh-huh. We, we spend, a, on average, about 30% of what's in our cart on impulse. We go around the corner, we see a, you know, a, a beautiful display of something, we put it in our cart whether or not we need it or not. Um, so, so doing that, doing that ultimate shopping list means that you're going to Still get your three impulse items. You're going to not overbuy and you're going to not forget anything. So when you walk in the store, most stores are set up. So you're walking into the produce department. Now, keep in mind, the produce department is like aromatherapy. All these beautiful colors, the aromas, it's fabulous. And, and to your point, you know, the produce manager is always carrying around a knife. So they'll, <laughs> they'll give you samples for whatever you want to try. Well, forget it. I don't want you to go into that part of the store first because with all that great experience, it's going to put you in a better mood. And if you're in a better mood, guess what happens? Hey, you're going to spend more money. That's the reality of it. So what you want to do is want to start in the center of the store where those unemotional jars and boxes and cans are. That's where you want to shop first when you're going into the store. Oh, I'm doing it all wrong. <laughs> yes, most of us, most of us do. Um, and and you know what you really want to do is you want to be strategic um, about how you shop. So you're going to go into the center of the store. You're going to buy those unemotional, you know, boxes and jars and and cans. Then where you want to go is to the produce department. Um, And that way, you know, those products don't require as much refrigeration. So that's why you're there. And then from there, we're going to go to frozen. We're going to go to dairy department. And then I'm going to give you some tips when you're in all those departments, how to save even more money. Well, perfect. That is a great segue. We have to go to break, but we will come back with all of this juicy info. I can't wait because I'm realizing I'm doing things wrong. Stay tuned, everyone. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Tune in to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
It's time to elevate yourself and your business to the next level. What are the secrets of business success? Discover them on Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with your host, Kieran Sweeney. Find out who the business owners are that stand out in their respective industries and what they can teach you. The program contains valuable advice that can cost thousands through a professional consultant. Key Entrepreneurs of Influence can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey everyone, I'm here with the supermarket guru. We're telling you how you can save tons of money at the grocery store. So I'm super excited about today and I'm learning things too. Um, I was just told that the average person spends 22 minutes shopping um, and they go 2.3 times per week. Um, I honestly, it takes me about two hours to grocery shop. (laughs) But Devin, that's what it should take. You know, I'm I'm not saying it should take everybody two hours. But if we if we just slow down a little bit as we're going into the store, we're going to see products that we never saw before. Keep in mind, the average supermarket has 40,000 products. That means we've got about one-seventeenth of a second of attention span for each product. So we just buy the same things week after week. But there could be a, a fabulous new olive oil uh, that comes from California that you've never tried that, you know, it just doesn't pop out at you. So if we slow down just a little bit, we have our shopping list. We're going to shop better. We're going to shop smarter and we're going to save more money. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, part it does take me a long time because I really am looking at all the new products and things. I mean, I do that as part of my regular grocery shopping unless I'm on a like major deadline, but it was funny. I recently took my 15 month or yeah, 15 month old nephew to a grocery store. My sister, I was, um, uh, playing mom with him and my sister was there but she literally came over to me after I was over 20 minutes in the produce department and she's like we are not on a toddler schedule <laughs> <Love it. laughs> apparently she was worried he was going to start screaming at me so yeah. um, he's he's the sweetest little boy but um, yeah but I, I managed to uh, I managed to take him on a like real grocery we were at our beach house and the entire family was there and we were doing the entire grocery shopping for most of the trip. So I was like, I can't do this whole thing in 20 minutes. Well, you know, the, the reality is that if you take, um, a youngster shopping with you, you're going to see the store through their eyes and they're going to come up with things. And it's not just about cereal and candy. They look at things with amazement that we just take for granted. And what I always tell parents to do is put kids and and this is probably age six through 12, um, put them in charge of produce. And their task every week is to find a new produce item. Uh, Typically Ah. we buy... We buy about the the top 10 produce items. That's it. The average department, produce department, has over 400 different produce items in it. So what they have to do is they have to pick a new produce item every week. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And they have to 
do some research, Google it. So they tell the whole family about it and they help prepare it. And what you're going to do is you're actually going to get them to like produce more, which is great from a health standpoint. Uh Also, produce is is among the cheapest um, of of our foods as well as the most nutritious. So you're really going to get them to, to be thinking about produce differently and actually getting the whole family to eat more produce items. I love that. You know, it's funny when you said they look at things. I, you know, I date a lot and um, I've had numerous boyfriends who, you know, one time I'll be like, oh, let's go to the grocery store and they'll like begrudgingly do it. And then they'll want to go with me all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're like, wow, you buy things I never even knew existed. Number one. So they'll literally like, they like to just grab the bags and like watch what I'm putting in them. And then I've had another, you know, obviously I do the food styling too. And uh, so... I'll be like, oh, can you get bananas that don't have marks on them? And like, I, I'll never forget. One of my boyfriends is like, wow, I've never bought bananas for that reason. You know, yep. it's it's always, I don't know. It's a, you're right. It, you, we forget that there's like wonderment in it. It is, and and there's nothing nothing more important and nothing more exciting than our food supply. It really is. Um, this gives us life. It gives us enjoyment. It gives us all these great things. So if we approach it in in that way, when we're buying things in the store, you know, when we're when we're cooking, when we're doing all that stuff, it's just a much better experience for us. And you know, food is is life. And if we treat it that way, you know, there there's two. There's two rules uh, for dieting, and, and you know this, you know better better than anyone else. You know, you diet for health, or you diet for fitness. And the the problem is that people think about doing it one or the other way, and they should be doing it both ways. And if you're looking at fitness, if you're looking at health, not only are you going to lose weight and keep the weight off and, and look better and feel better, all of those things, versus just waking up in the morning and say, oh my God, I got to lose five pounds. I'm going to go on the treadmill for 10 hours. Well, and I'm glad you're saying this because I know you cover all grocery trends. Obviously, I mean, you're extremely fit. Like you and I really care about health. And sometimes, you know, people are like, stay out of the interior aisles of the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I know that we had gone to break and you were telling us to shop there first. And I love that you said that because, I mean, yes, like you do want to buy most of your groceries on the outer edges. However, like on the interior aisle, we need the basics like paper towels for one and like shampoo I get at the grocery store. And then also, um, you know, things like canned tomatoes that have no, I mean, part of the reason I take so long is because I get the ones that are just tomatoes and salt, not the ones that have tomatoes and salt and 14 other ingredients. And then also, you know, things like mustard. Um, So let's jump back to our pre-break conversation and talk a little bit about your, um, your process. Sure. Well, you know, to your point, um, you know, reading those labels are important. And I, I do the same thing with tomatoes. I'm a huge consumer of canned crushed tomatoes. And all I want in them is canned crushed tomatoes. So you've got to read that label carefully because a lot of them add sugars and so on, because that's really an excuse for lousy tomatoes. Uh-huh. Uh, what, what the food companies have discovered um, is if they add sodium, fat, and sugar to anything, we will eat it because we like it. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, so we've really got to get back to basics. So again, you've got that shopping 
shopping list. You know, you're now in the in the center of the store. You're buying those things. Also, always look at the unit price. Uh, and I'm going to talk about canned foods for for a second. Um, there are certain production efficiencies that translate into price savings. We have this perception that if it's a bigger can or a bigger box, it's going to be less expensive. Not so, especially in canned goods where you've got the efficiency with probably a a 12 to 16 ounce can, they're pumping out millions and millions of those by the hour. Um, That could be less expensive per ounce than a larger can. So you always want to look at that unit price. And also, frankly, um, a lot of our food, to your point, is wasted. You know, buy the proper size. Just because something is on sale in a 32-ounce can doesn't mean you're going to use that 32 ounces and you're going to wind up tossing it out. So be smart about that. Um, As you're going into the dairy case and, you know, I grew up in, in the, my grandfather's a dairy farmer. My father was in the cheese business. So cheese is a staple, you know, in, in my household. Um, and, you know, we, we've got to understand that cheese is basically cheese. So there are something called standards of identity that are set by the government for certain products, certain commodities. One standard of identity, for example, is vodka. Vodka's standard of identity is it has to be odorless, tasteless, and colorless, which is why years ago, um, when I was talking to the people from Absolute Vodka, and they were telling me, oh, they're going to change the whole vodka business by people you know, spending more for it and so on. And I'm saying, what do you mean? There's, vodka's vodka. And they're saying, well, we're going we're gonna to show you that through marketing, you're going to double the price of what you spend on vodka. Um, and and so so that's what's happened. So in the cheese case, there's really three places in the supermarket that you can buy cheese. One is the cheese table, where it's that you know beautiful display of different kinds of cheeses. Another one is the deli case, and then another one is the dairy case. So for those cheeses that have a standard of identity, like cheddar cheese, like Monterey Jack, like Swiss cheese, those basic commodity type cheeses, Uh what you want to do is you always want to buy those in the dairy department because six-month-old cheddar cheese from New York State is six-month-old cheddar cheese from New York State no matter what the brand is, no matter how pretty the package is and so on. So you want to go get that ugly, you know, package, that cryovac package that's in the dairy case. And again, you're going to save probably about 50% of over the cheese table and at least 20% over the deli department. Wow. So is that true of like, you know, some brands like Sargento, for instance, um, who I love their cheeses. Um, Mm -hmm. They, you know, claim to be more natural, less preservatives, all of that. And versus a, you know, store brand, like now granted that could be a private label Sargento, but if it's not like, is that true? Is it not better quality potentially? Um, It depends on the variety of cheese. If it, if it is, again, a cheddar cheese, a standard of identity, um, again, read the ingredients, uh, mm-hmm. but for the most part, 
to what you said, you know, Sargento or Kraft is making that private label. And normally what you'll see on that store brand is a letter designation next somewhere on that package. It could say S, it could say K for Kraft, it could say B for Beery Cheese in Louisville, Ohio. It could be, you know, for, for any of these companies. So that way you can see who's actually making that product or um, for, for the plant number, especially when it comes to meats and, and you know, um, other dairy products that have a plant number on it, always look at that. Same thing for, matter of fact, for tequila. I mean, every bottle of tequila has a plant number on it. Um, it just says like N-U-M with a colon. And that way you can see who's making which tequilas because there's now probably 100 different tequilas on the market. And there's, I, I think the number is like 20 or 24 different tequila companies in tequila Mexico um, and that's where the tequila has to be made and you can see who's manufacturing tequila under what labels by doing that ah clever I did not know that yeah huh very cool. Okay, so one of the other trends I wanted to talk about, which as a single girl makes me very angry, <laughs> is the buy four yep. <laughs> that's happening at all the grocery stores. And a couple times I've actually like Instagram that and I'm like, this is discrimination. Mm-hmm. Um, but the annoying part, it's funny, I talk to my godmother a lot, my actual godmother, um, and I was telling her that a lot of times, like literally buying four of something is the same price as buying like one and a half, which as a single person is really annoying because I kind of want one and a half or two sometimes, but I don't need four. Well, Devin, I want to go back to the first point that you made at the top of the show, being nice. Uh-huh. If, you, if you go up to the register, and, and I've done this personally and written about it and talked to a lot of supermarkets about it. Uh-huh. If you go up to the register and say, you know, I only want to buy one of these or two of these, 99% of the time, they will give you that deal um, because, you know, you've been nice. If you go up to that cashier and you say, you know, I'm, I'm upset, I'm angry, why do I have to buy four and so on? They're not going to give you the time of day. So always try that. If you see a special that's there, um, ask them if you can just buy one at that price and most of the time they'll give it to you. Really? Because there's a, so they usually have like at least at one of my grocery stores, they have the like, it's $1.99 if you buy one, $2.69 if, or wait, no, $1.99 if you buy four, $2.69 if you buy, um, you know, whatever, like one. And then it's like $4.99 if you, like, if it wasn't on sale, I guess. Or whatever. So you're just like, oh my God, you know? So often, honestly, I do buy the 269 version um, and just buy one, but interesting. Because as I said, like often when it's that good a price, I mean, like there's a couple products, like my favorite mustard, when it goes on sale like that, like I get excited and I can use four the way I cook. But there's, as I said, there's so many products, like there's no way I'm using four bottles of soy sauce. So what's your, what's your favorite mustard? Um, Great Poupon, actually. <laughs> really? Interesting. Yes. See, and, and, and it's interesting when it comes to um, condiments, because a lot of us have our favorites. I happen to like, and I don't even know the brand, but it's that little jar of um, Chinese mustard, you know, that, that's imported from China. That's that's my go-to mustard. That's the mustard that I have all the time. Oh, and, and because it's a small jar, uh-huh. you know, when that is on sale, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll buy like three, four of them. 
You know what? I do eat that too, but for different things. Like if I'm doing anything Asian and sometimes I'll make, like I have this recipe that is supposed to be a fat burner type sandwich that I made for muscle and fitness a million years ago. And it has that mustard with watercress and turkey and Swiss. And it's like so delicious, even though it's a Chinese mustard, but yeah, it's my go-to like all this stuff when I make, um, potato salad. I make this mayonnaise concoction out of mustard and I just love the way Grey Poupon works in that. Yeah, no, Grey Poupon is great. And and also, uh, against what, I, what I've been saying, that's probably one of the only products, my Chinese hot mustard, that I never read the ingredients because I'm afraid to. Oh. I, I, I know that this mustard just has things in it that I would avoid, uh, but I just love it. You know what? I don't know if we're talking about the same one then, because I know that I use that in a Biggest Loser cookbook, at least the thing yeah. that I'm thinking about. So those were super clean. Like I, I mean, talk about spending time in a grocery store. I'm not kidding you. I had a budget specifically to try quote Whole Foods, um, like all of Whole Foods, because I couldn't put so many ingredients, no chemicals, nothing. And so I literally, I feel like I know every, like I've tasted every product in Whole Foods. It's well, crazy. Yeah. So um, I'm just looking um, at what is in Chinese mustard. And uh -oh. according to Wikipedia, it's um, hot mustard made by mixing dry mustard powder with water, which causes a chemical reaction that produces a sharp, hot taste. See? Some, yeah. So some of them have an addition of cooking. So I, I will read that label when I get home today from <laughs> the think, office. I will yeah, read I that label. Okay. You're right. Well, on that note, we have to go to another break, but uh, I do want to talk more about this. And then I also want to jump into the whole Whole Foods Amazon and all of that, because I'm sure people are really curious to get your opinion. I know I am. So stay tuned, everyone. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. If you're looking to grow your business, enjoy fascinating relationships, achieve your goals, and find hope in a seemingly hopeless world, you'll want to tune into Coffee with Christy. Host Christy Dryling and her incredible guests have a frank and open discussion every week. Think of it as a time to meet with your mentors, get the motivation you need, and remove the obstacles one hour at a time. Coffee with Christy is heard live every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Influencers. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I'm here with Phil Lempert. You know him as Supermarket Guru. He is truly the godfather of the grocery store. If you want to know something about a grocery store, this is the man to go to. So feel free to call in with questions or email me at fans at devinalexander.com and we will answer. But in the meantime, we're going to jump back in. Everybody's heard that Whole Foods was acquired by Amazon. Yay! Maybe it won't be called Whole Paycheck anymore. And uh, I think Phil's going to fill us in on what we can expect there. Absolutely. And you're right, Devin. I mean, the first thing, and we saw this is earlier this week, is they've reduced prices. Now, they haven't reduced prices on everything, but that will come. And this is probably the most interesting, exciting thing that has happened to the grocery industry since since the founding of a supermarket, matter of fact. Um, and I'll explain why in, in a couple minutes. But the first thing that we are going to see is lowering of prices, not just the few that they lowered so far, but across the board. The second thing that we've already started to see is the fact that Amazon products will appear on Whole Foods shelves and Whole Foods products will appear on Amazon. Now, keep in mind that Amazon now has 460 warehouses, food warehouses, if you would, by having 460 Whole Foods stores. 90% of all Amazon Prime shoppers live within 10 miles or less of a Whole Foods store. So, you know, the Amazon Fresh delivery is going to wipe out everybody. That's going to wipe out Fresh Direct in New York and Peapod and Instacart. I mean, they're going to own delivery. The other thing that they're going to do is they're going to start installing Amazon lockers at all the Whole Foods stores. So what's going to happen is you and I are going to go to dinner at at Whole Foods. Uh, Whole Foods is actually like the fifth largest restaurant chain in the country, if you include that. Really? Yes. Um, so we're going to go there for, for dinner. We're then going to take our glass of wine. We're going to shop up and down the aisles. Uh, we're going to get those bananas that, that don't have em- any blemishes on them. And then, <laughs> then as we exit, what we're going to do is we're going to stop at our Amazon locker and get the other 500 bazillion things that Amazon sells us. So a lot of the, the products that Whole Foods sells now, like their clothing and you know cutting boards and stuff like that, you know, that's taking up valuable space that should be given to food and it doesn't turn over that quickly. So that's all going to be available online and we're going to pick up that as we exit. So, you know, and, and we haven't started talking about the sexy stuff yet, like, you know, the drone delivery, like really reformatting a store. So it's not those aisles that we go up and down, but really think the way Amazon does when you go on Amazon to buy something, the different suggestions that's taking place, the different areas. So we might not see olive oil, you know, 100 types of olive oil all in one area. We might see different olive oils throughout the store um, that's really custom designed for the olive oil to use on salad and one for high heat for for cooking in the meat department. So I think we're going to see a lot of changes in grocery and everybody's going to be watching this, everybody else in the grocery business, because what I've been saying for a while 
is the ones to watch, and, and a while, I'm talking about probably three years, is Amazon, Aldi, Lidl, and Walmart. And they're changing everything. And we're really getting away from a lot of those national brands that were iconic for our parents' generation. And we don't see any difference between high-quality store brands and national brands. And Aldi is, is the proof of that, where you know you could go in and buy award-winning foods at 30 to 50% less and it's one of Aldi's own brands. Wow. Okay. So I have to jump back to you saying that the people are going to be eating at Whole Foods. And honestly, like, so in so many ways, I absolutely love Whole Foods. And I am a loyal shopper there. The one thing I will say is that it super bums me out because people don't realize how fattening so much of their mm-hmm. prepared food is. Yep. For instance, like in their stores, they do not even, well, actually they do sell the leanest cut of turkey. They don't sell lean cuts of pork. They don't sell lean cuts of ground beef um, or the leanest, I should say. Um, and their turkey meatballs, for instance, in their case, are more than 50% fat. At least last time I asked for the label, they were. Mm-hmm. Um And I have had numerous more affluent clients who were eating at Whole Foods thinking it's Whole Foods. I'm eating vegetables. I'm eating the couscous salad. I'm eating, you know, quinoa and all of that. And then when we really dug into it, they were so fattening. So I'm always leery about people eating the prepared foods there. I'm like, you know, again, it goes back to cook yourself and, you know, buy the quality ingredients. But as I said, I have to go to other places to get the lean cuts. And I have to say that I was so bummed. I used to shop a ton at Whole Foods and then Fresh and Easy. Mm-hmm. And Fresh and Easy bummed me out so badly when they um, went out of business because they had the leanest cuts of everything and they were way less expensive. And a lot of the fish, at least at mine, was the quality of Gelson's, same countries, you know, that whole thing, but like way less expensive. So... Well, yeah. yeah, you're right. And and Aldi and Lidl um, are the, the successful versions of Fresh and Easy. Fresh and Easy was a was a great concept, was terrific. The problem is that they got cheap on their real estate. So you know, they spent two years doing research here, developing products, building, you know, production facilities, warehouses, but they ran out of money when it came to where the store should be, which is totally opposite the way the way you should do it and they just had really bad locations um but aldi and lidl very different and and they're both the same 90 percent of what they have is their own store brand and you know i think we're going to see a change uh in fact on monday of of this week uh ray allen um the football uh, basketball player and his wife shannon who's a chef um they opened up their uh, organic casual restaurant in Walmart in Orlando. And what you're going to see, nobody can get any numbers yet, but we're probably going to see at least 100 of these roll out in Walmarts. So, you know, menu labeling is important, and I know the industry has been fighting it, but the truth is that you and I, whether we buy a jar um, in a store or whether we eat at a restaurant are entitled to know what that nutritional information is. 
And that's why it's so important. And, I, and again, the food industry has been fighting this for all the wrong reasons. If you want to get that couscous salad, you should be able to see um, very easily, quickly, not, you know, go online and, and stuff, but right in the store, how much fat, how much sodium is in it? Because the bugaboo for me is so many of these things just have so much sodium in it because they don't have a lot of flavor that that's what a lot of these people do. And, and, and it's it's just, it's our right to know what we're eating nutritionally. Well, absolutely. And the sodium is definitely an issue. The other thing that people don't realize, and again, like so many people will be like, oh, it's not all about fat. Fat is good for you. And I completely agree. Mm, but having fat. worked, <laughs> right, well, right, number one. Number two, like having worked with people and myself, you know, like who don't have the stop mechanism that we wish we did, you know, and we like bigger portions. You don't want to eat a lot of fat because then you don't get to eat as much in general. Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things that I learned when I was catering in my youth (laughs) was that when a pasta salad or couscous salad or some salad that is, looks like it doesn't have anything on it. Like it's just olive oil. Um, what they do to make it look fresh halfway through the day for the amount that hasn't been sold is they retoss it in olive oil Mm -hmm. and then it'll suddenly look fresh. And if you don't believe me, everybody should try this at home, like make even like a whole wheat couscous or something and see how much oil you have to pour on it to make it shine, stick it in your refrigerator with just plastic wrap, wrap over it. And then two hours later, see if it still shines, see how much more oil you add to make it shine. And seriously, like we used to add additional cups when we were catering that was just not even needed for the flavor. It was all about making it look like it was super new and fancy and fresh. Yep. Yeah. And, and I think that's important uh, because you know, we we eat with our eyes. One of the reasons that I love what's going on throughout the world, not just here in the U.S., is this whole ugly produce um, yes. phenomenon. It's yes. it's great, you know, because some of that ugly produce actually has better taste, and certainly it's less expensive. Um, we've got to get away from this idea that all of our food, whether we eat it at home or buy it in a store or go to a a catering place or a restaurant, should look like plastic, should look perfect. Food is not perfect. Um, and, And I think that if we got away from that, we would certainly be eating healthier. Well, and for those who aren't sure about ugly produce or haven't tried it, like a lot of times it's just the stuff that doesn't exactly look perfect. As Phil said, it doesn't look plastic perfect, but some of the best heirloom tomatoes I have ever had are from the ugly produce bin slash, you know, whatever you want to call it um, at the farmer's market or whatever, but they're so delicious and they're rejected because they don't look like they'd be as delicious. Yeah, and and again, the retailer is finally waking up to that. You know, the the supermarket has always been a place that, you know, let's buy it as cheap as we can and sell it as cheap as we can and pile it high. And now it's moving to much more curation, where the buyers of supermarkets are really looking for new things and exciting things and and things that have flavor to them uh, versus just, you know, putting stuff on the shelves that they hope will, will sell. Yeah. Well, we are in our um, final five minutes. And so I would love for you to take a minute to tell people about all the different places that they can get more of your great information before we rush that at the end, because I just feel like you've been giving so many good tips. You know, I read your newsletter. Um, Supermarketguru.com is the place for trends. But what else do you want people to know about? 
Well, you know, supermarketguru.com is a great first step. And then in the upper right-hand corner, um, you can see all of our social media channels. We're on Facebook. Um, we do a Facebook Live new product review every week uh, for five products that we rate um, on all kinds of criteria, health, taste, value, everything that, that Devin and I have been talking about. Um, I'm a columnist for Forbes. I mean, just er, er, Supermarket Guru is the place to go. And I hope you'll join us on our social media channels and just you know, in, include everything you like and don't like about supermarket shopping so that we can get the industry to change to be more relevant for you. Yeah. And in the last couple minutes, that's all. I mean, I do follow. And one of the things that I've seen on your site lately is meal kits. Um, I know you did a survey and honestly, I could do 10 shows on this, like my feelings on that, but I would love to hear what you learned from those surveys. Well, basically, people love the idea of meal kits, number one. What they mm-hmm. don't like is they don't like the overpackaging of it. They don't like the fact that they have to commit to buying, you know, three at a time or commit to ordering it two or three days ahead, which is why back to Amazon, Amazon has been doing one with Martha Stewart for a while. They've now introduced their own meal kits that you can order and get within two hours. And Amazon ah. is going to put Blue Apron and everybody else out of business. And it's all moving in store now versus having it delivered. It's so much smarter. And that's another one. I have to heed warnings to people. Um, As I said, I could talk about this for hours, but I ordered a lot of those meal kits and be so, so, so careful if you're using them. I love the fact that, you know, people do get a culinary education. Like I even found a new product that I was like, wow, that's amazing. Why don't I use that more? Um, So from that standpoint, it's amazing. On the flip side, the calories and things are so, so off. And, yep. you know, they yep. tell you what's in the box and then they tell you to use 400 more calories. So you're like, oh, well, 700 calories is not so bad for a meal, even though it kind of is. But that 700 calorie meal in some cases is as many as 1100 calories per serving. So I and the nutritional yeah. information. I agree. Look at the yeah. calories and look at the ingredients that they're using. And a lot of them, I've found the same thing. Not only is the calorie count off and the uh-huh. and the nutritionals are off, but again, sodium, sodium, sodium. Oh yeah. Well, they uh, yeah. I mean, sodium is tough though. I will I will defend that a tiny bit. That is the hardest one for me. It is. Um, it is. You know, I've had to find salt substitutes and things that are actually better because it's just hard it's like you take as you said salt sugar and fat and I feel like and maybe this is wrong that salt is the least of the evils unless you have high blood pressure Mm -hmm. um because if you're a person doing quote what you should ha 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 um and you're working out sweating out calories you know that sort of thing like you can take a little more salt um again I know that you know, people can debate and there's certain ethnicities that it's just tougher for and all of that. So, I mean, obviously with my book coming out, um, have it all through American diabetes, um, this March, like I had to way cut back on sodium, but, um, but again, that is the one thing that's kind of, kind of tougher. It is. I, I totally agree. So the bottom line is everybody that's listening, we're all invited over to Devin's house tonight for dinner <laughs> for a delicious, healthy meal. <laughs> 
Yes, you are. Um, I'm actually going to be out because it's my birthday eve and I milk my birthday. Um, but you can all come and have dinner. I have so much in my refrigerator. <laughs> I over I over shop. So uh, yeah, so everyone come over. And seriously, everyone, please go to supermarketguru.com. Join us next week. If you've missed any other great episodes, you can check us out on Voice America. They're all archived. And uh, Phil, thank you so, so much, not only for doing this, but just for being like the most amazing person on the face of the earth. Well, thank you and happy birthday. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Have It All. Be sure to join Devin Alexander for another great show next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until we talk again, have a fit and fun week.